0: Welcome to Spirit Goddess, the place we dive into all realms of spirituality, such as the paranormal, spiritual practices, conspiracies, and breaking down CIA documents on the topics. I'm May. And I'm Joelle. Let's dive in.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back
0: and happy Friday. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) We're finally in the same room. Yeah, this is the first time in a long time that we're recording actually Uh sitting next to each other. So now this is what feels weird (laughs) compared to not being together. But this is going to
1: be fun and this is going to be a good episode. Uh, Yeah, we
0: had to be together for this one because the CIA Secrets series, we just have to put so much work into the research behind it and we need to do it together so that Mm -hmm. we're looking at the same documents and when we're reading off some parts to you during the episode, it we just have to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't work if no. we're not. <laughs> it's too much. It's too complicated. Yeah. So we are coming at you today with, obviously by the title, you know that there's gonna be some UFO mentions, some stuff like that, but let's just start off by saying all of the documents that we found that were legitimate sources from, and not just like newspaper clip or article clips, within the CIA library, there was nothing that we found in all of the documents that were legitimate that had concrete evidence of anything. Mm -hmm. Everything was extremely hypothetical. Everything was very much debunked. There's very few things that were up for questioning, Mm -hmm. but even then there wasn't enough information for the questions to be answered. Exactly. So overall, we're going to be talking about What went down in those documents and what kind of information they got on UFOs and how they were going about all the Reportings what they did to kind of debunk them and what happens if they don't debunk them We're gonna talk about their conclusions since there's not that many Mm -hmm. And we're gonna just discuss
1: Mm -hmm. all of it afterwards, but
0: just before we jump into it We just wanted to mention that there is no Concrete of anything But also keep in mind that the documents that we're looking at right now on the CIA library are from 1952 to 1972 mm-hmm. around then so who knows if there's some now that have not been released uh, or yeah we don't have access to yeah so we're looking from the past obviously mm-hmm. but from the past there was nothing
1: so after we're gonna talk about all of the cia documents we are gonna address the galactic federation and all of the theories that go around that are extremely Uh, popular
0: extremely famous the starseed theories we're gonna be talking about that we have some of our own opinions Surrounding these kinds of theories and just the mindset that is behind the theory So Mm -hmm. we're gonna be talking a a lot about that, too And also when we're on those topics uh, We're gonna say it before we actually dive into them again But I'm gonna say it now if you believe in something that is completely okay Mm -hmm. just because somebody else doesn't it doesn't mean you're discredited or anything like that, your experiences don't define somebody else's beliefs either. So what we're going to be talking about is very much our opinions, our beliefs and our experiences. But, you know, we've had guests on the podcast that do very much believe in the Galactic Federation Mm -hmm. and the Starseed Theory and all that. So we're not dissing them in any way we're here to be an open platform to talk about different sides of spirituality so that's exactly what we're gonna do is Mm -hmm. we're gonna come from our real side of you know we don't personally believe in it and we're gonna talk about why yeah so let's just get that out of the way we're not dissing anybody if you believe in it that is totally fine and that is yours
1: we're just talking about what we believe Mm -hmm. and we're coming from a very skeptical side of things yeah but we respect everybody that has their own beliefs just like we would expect
0: that you respect our beliefs exactly. in return. So let's dive in. I'm so ready for this. Let's do this. <laughs> let's dive into the CIA documents.
1: So we're going to be reading off Project Blue Book, special report number 14, which is the analysis of reports of unidentified aerial objects dated 5th of May 1955. Um, So Project Blue Book was the code name for a systemic study done on UFOs by the United States Air Force from March 1952 to its termination on December 17th of 1969.
0: So the first sighting ever reported for UFOs was in June 1947 by Kenneth Arnold, publicly reported and it is now the famous sighting of a chain-like formation of disc-shaped objects near Mount Rainier, Washington. I hope I said that right. And then ever since that initial report, there was kind of like a, a surge, like a new just wave of reports being received and then an, a huge increase in public interest mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. One person said they saw a signing sighting and everybody's like, jumping me on too. It. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, everybody's coming at it with their stories and yeah. it kind of created the whole like uproar of UFO sightings.
1: Uh-huh, exactly. And that's what they mentioned in this document as well is when there were several articles Of reporting on this topic, they saw a peak in sightings being reported. Mm -hmm. So most sightings could be explained and accounted for as misinterpretations, however, there are a number of fairly complete reports that remain unexplained. Mm -hmm. So reports received came from reputable people such as scientists, members of the Air Force, students and farmers. But also there were some reports that literally came from mental institutions. So you have to think that as soon as they started studying this, they were flooded with a bunch of reports, literally from obviously human interpretation. So some of them are going to be absolutely none- not credible <laughs> whatsoever. But some were. They had to go through all of that and see through all of that information to get actual concrete reports. Mm -hmm. So the reports increase in subjectivity since they are based off of the person's interpretation. So so for someone to even interpret the speed of this object or to figure out the shape of the object is very, very difficult, especially from where you're standing, Mm -hmm. for example, and the weather conditions. It's very hard to actually figure out what these ufos look like Mm -hmm. so the reports are going to be very subjective based off what the person saw so the way that they broke down the reports that they were being sent
0: is they separated it by definition so it was either a observer report which means that it was a witness reporting to a proper authority that has seen a uao or they categorized it as a sighting which was a report or group of reports of the same observed phenomenon that remained unidentified to the observers until it was reported. So overall, the observer would just be a report of anything, really, that was unidentified, and then the sighting would be multiple of kind of the same report being Mm -hmm. sent in. So after that, after they get the reports, they start with the deduction of facts from the data they received from these interpretations, the rating of the observer and his reports, and then the determination of probable identification by separating the different reports into categories. So the categories that they had for these different sightings or reports were that it was a balloon, <laughs> that it was astronomical, that it was an aircraft, it was a light phenomenon, birds, clouds slash dust, like fog, etc. If there was insufficient information, psychological manifestation, or unknown and other. If it didn't fit into any of those categories or they just didn't have enough information to absolutely prove that it
1: was one of those categories, then it would go into unknown. Mm -hmm. So after doing all of this breakdown and really finding the number of reports that would go under the category of unknown, they then did further testing. So many tests done such as she square or shy square i'm not sure how you say that would evaluate the speed of this unknown object the colors that were seen the size etc but most of these tests once again came back inconclusive since the results neither confirm nor deny that the unknowns are primarily unidentified no's. so then the results were basically meaningful they thought that if they would put meaningless Uh yeah. (laughs) They were meaningful (laughs) We love the results. (laughs) They're so meaningful. (laughs) Like what the fuck I can't. So the results were meaningless. So they really thought that putting the reports under all of these tests they would figure out if these unknowns could be possible knowns. But mm-hmm. still, they could not explain. Mm-hmm. They could not explain them and put them under any yeah. known category.
0: And the hardest thing about all that would be if there is somebody that observed something and they're trying to explain, they're asking, okay, what was the shape? Do you know approximately how big it was? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Was there lights? Was it moving? How fast was it moving? They're like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, There's so many different things that can just hinder having actual concrete results when it comes to human interpretation. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. So after that, they attempted to describe the physical appearance. So what it would potentially look like flight characteristics and other attributes to create a model known as like a flying saucer. So Mm -hmm. they're trying to base what they got off of the reports to create some type of model that would look like a typical flying saucer to then be able to actually point it out. Yeah, yeah. So, this attempt prompted a reevaluation of all the unknowns that were found. So, everything was absolutely reevaluated by a panel composed of only people that had previously worked with this project. Mm -hmm. Using all the unknowns available, they wanted to determine how many of those might actually be ascribed to a known phenomena and use the reports with enough details to construct a model or models of a flying saucer. Out of 186 object sightings, only 7 were known as good unknowns which is unknowns with sufficient detailed descriptions that were not possible to be put under any other category. Mm -hmm. For them to even get to that point, they used 4,000 reports. Out of those 4,000, 12 were actually used to try to identify a shape of the object. Mm -hmm. So these 12 sightings were classified into four categories based off of shape. The first one is a propeller shape. The second one is an aircraft shape. Third is a cigar shape. And the fourth is a disc shape object. So off of those 12 actually good unknown reports, they only came back with four categories of shape. Mm -hmm. So then what they tried to figure out with these 12 detail reports is which one out of those actually respect the conditions to be used to create a model of Mm -hmm. a flying saucer and out of all of those none of them respected the conditions so either the people were not reliable Mm -hmm. or the report was just unreliable itself. It could have also been a familiar object, such as like the people that reported an aircraft type of object to be seen. (laughs) Then obviously you didn't just see an aircraft. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) At that point, it was put under the correct category. Exactly. Some of them also were put right away under a natural phenomenon, such as like an astronomical Mm -hmm. event or whatever, or. The descriptions were too different and sometimes even contradicting. So they were trying to find at least two reports that were similar to be used as a concrete model of Mm -hmm. a flying saucer. So no model could be drawn out or derive a verified model of a flying saucer from the data that was gathered at that time. Mm -hmm. So before the conclusions, they state in this document that it was even hard... For people to work on this project to remain objective based off of all the results, because all the results came back either inconclusive or absolutely meaningless. So for them to stay objective and say, Oh yeah, it's possible was super yeah. hard for them because I They're that point, debunking everything. Exactly. They're like, Do they Yeah. Do they exist? Does other life form exist? Because all of these unidentified aerial objects keep being debunked Mm -hmm. and there is a document
0: that we look through it's called the UFO evidence and it was put together by the National Investigations Committee on the aerial phenomena and they just talk about all sorts of sightings like the entire document is 186 pages and it's filled with reports and a lot of the reports are very similar And there's like certain ones that it seems like it's the same story, but even then there's nothing for them to really analyze off of that Mm -hmm. because of either the weather conditions that night or the stories are just not the same. And Mm -hmm. even though it's similar, it's just they contradict each other in certain ways and it just there was no conclusions that were able to come of it. So at a certain point, it just becomes interesting stories and like interesting who-knows-what-it-could-be stories Mm -hmm. and not actually something that can be proven.
1: Exactly. And also something that we didn't mention but was talked about a lot during Project Blue Book is that they even did tests trying to see the elevation of the sun and they debunked a lot of reports based off of where the sun was located during that report and how it was just a reflection of yeah, light. Yeah, like
0: a big beam or a big yeah. like blob of light, just fogging vision. Like, yeah, exactly like that. Like, it's, it just became, it came to a point where it was too easy to debunk them. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in the conclusions, though, they do say it can never be absolutely proven that flying saucers do not exist this would be true if the data obtained were to include complete scientific measurements of the attributes of each sighting, as well as a complete and detailed description of the objects cited. It might be possible to demonstrate the existence of flying saucers with data of this type if they were to exist. So they're not denying the possibility necessarily, but it's very hard for them to believe in it at this mm-hmm. point. But if there was all the correct data with all the correct, like, information within the sighting, they are saying it could be possible. It's Mm -hmm. very possible to find it, but they just haven't found it yet. But also keep in mind that this is their conclusion from, like, the 1950s -hmm. to the 1970s, so who knows if the technology now or the knowledge they have now with science could prove some of those incidences, but we don't know that.
1: Mm -hmm. So another conclusion that they came up with is that there is no evidence of threat. There is no evidence that these sightings or flying saucers that are supposedly seen come from other planets. There is no evidence that they had different type of technology than we already do. And also they had no physical evidence or material evidence to investigate. So no flying saucer was ever found for them at that point Mm -hmm. to investigate it. In this other document that we're talking about UFO facts, the Air Force also calls out UFO groups that state that they have classified proof, saying that there is such a thing as legitimate classified security information, and these groups were asked to turn in and deliver this evidence to the Air Force and other government agencies, but have refused to do so. Therefore, They do not possess this information or evidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And going off of like the materials, like it's not proven that it's any different than what we have here. Mm -hmm. They also talk about that, I think it was in another document that we skimmed really quick, that they basically said the same thing of, At that time, like there was no evidence that on other planets, there's any different materials than we do here on Earth. So if it were to be some kind of metal that's way stronger than what we have on Earth here, it would simply mean that they're just more advanced Mm -hmm. at building those kinds of material or mending them together because it's no different than what we have here. But also that's from what they knew Mm -hmm. back then with the science that they had. So then after that, they do go into summarizing the main problems and dangers associated with the UFO phenomenon. And I agree with some of these. So the first kind of danger associated with it is doubt about the scientific adequacy of the Air Force investigation and the lack of access to the specific detailed cases in the Air Force files that the dangers of having basically military organizations responsible for the overall evaluation of scientific problem, the intrusion of military secrecy preventing the scientific community from reviewing the methods of investigation and reasoning employed by Air Force investigators, the possibility of ignoring or rationalizing away facts which may have important effects on human race for good or ill, as previously pointed out by the NICAP, the danger of accidental war resulting from misinterpretation of objects on radar scopes, a possibility made more likely by the general confusion and doubt surrounding the subject of UFOs, continued exploitation of the public by con men and opportunists who thrive because of the confusion and doubt, and the threats to society posed by an unprepared and ill-informed public. The psychological preparation and general planning for any eventuality needed if ufos are in fact manifestations or extraterrestrial life so just the misinformation and the conspiracy theories mm-hmm. that are built off of these sightings and off of the UFO phenomena are what the real danger is behind all of it. Because we don't know anything about it. Like all these theories of they're coming to abduct us, they're supervising our planet or Mm -hmm. they're coming to take over or all that. These are all just wild conspiracy theories that are more dangerous Mm
1: -hmm. than the
0: actual fact of, are these things even real or not?
1: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like let's, let's focus on, is this real or not before we start, Mm -hmm imagining our doom like
1: yeah i think we have this animal instinct in us and the will to survive <laughs> and we create these fears based off of no facts uh-huh. no facts whatsoever because we're so scared that potentially someone could do what we're doing to them like uh, yeah let's be honest the people's biggest threat is ourselves yeah y'all should be scared of
0: yourself <laughs> <laughs> I find topics like this, especially when it comes to talking about other life forms. It's a discussion that in the wrong hands becomes extremely self-centered mm-hmm. and egotistical to think that I don't know it's it's hard to explain, but from a lot of theories that I've heard, it's like ah oh, the aliens and extraterrestrials are coming here because, were like a, a control group for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you genuinely believe that people are that interested <laughs> in, in human? what we're doing and in human life? And it just becomes like an ego thing. And I personally believe that it just, it fuels more towards like trying to find other reasons why we're here. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that we might just be here to experience human life. Yeah, And that's plain and simple and nobody's trying to like kill us or harvest us for anything for their own research and that we're just here to live like maybe let's forget about other stuff because who knows like and i was talking to just you about this the other day of if we're so set on the idea of oh my god like aliens are here whatever and we're talking about especially because i feel like this ties into the starseed theory but after we die Who the fuck knows if our soul actually is eternal or not? Uh We don't know anything. As far as I know, I've never died before. Maybe I've died a million times before. Mm -hmm. But we don't know. So after I'm dead, is it possible that all these aliens, extraterrestrial, and all these beliefs are actually only human beliefs Mm -hmm. and human things? And when we die, those things actually don't exist. And the thought of extraterrestrials is actually like, what the fuck is that? Like, it actually just doesn't make sense anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like a... Weird deep dive. For me, it's hard to wrap my head around because I personally just don't believe in it. But I feel like these kind of UFO conspiracies that drag on more topics like the starseed theory and like just believing that we are actually ourselves, like higher beings than just humans, it just puts this whole negative belief and this whole negative energy towards just humans like why can't we just be regular humans and why can't we just be normal and live our lives why do we have to say to ourselves that we're higher and we're better and we're knowledgeable and we We come from from yeah Yeah. and that we come from a better place what's wrong with just being human is that so wrong to
1: believe Uh uh-huh no exactly why why is it so bad to come from this earth why do you have to come from a fucking other planet in another it, galaxy with yeah. blue people? Like, why can you not enjoy this planet, this earth, in this lifetime? Yeah,
0: and is it possible that you do
1: come from another planet? Yeah, maybe. Like, who knows? We don't know. But exactly. why
0: do you feel the need to have to prove that? Does uh-huh. it make your experience here better to think that you are better than the human experience?
1: Exactly. It's... You're, uh, unfortunately, you're here enjoy let's focus here. on here yeah let's exactly. focus
0: on why we're here and why we're actually here what we're doing here mm-hmm. and all of that
1: and we're not trying to say that believing in the star seed theory and believing that you come from a different planet is necessarily bad no. we think that it becomes bad when you start to push that onto other people and when yes. you start to feed your own ego with that theory yes and
0: thinking that especially in like the spiritual practitioner community, mm-hmm. there are practitioners that have this, um, like persona almost that they've put on to believe that they are other beings and they're here to help regular humans in yeah. a, in a, like, I don't know how else to put it, but they do think themselves a bit better than everybody else.
1: And it's, Exactly that, like. Bro, you're in a fucking human body. You piss and you shit just like me. (laughs) Sit the fuck down and be humble for a second. I think just
0: when you start pushing those narratives on other people, that's when it becomes a problem. And not just in like conspiracies and all that, but also like in religion and in anything. Like even just us talking to our friends about our podcast and talking about our experience. Oh. I saw a ghost the other day. If they don't believe in ghosts, I'm not gonna push the idea that ghosts exist. If you don't believe in it, yeah, that's fine. In your world, they don't exist. Exactly. Like, why would I think myself somehow better because I'm experiencing something different? I'm not gonna push my beliefs. My experiences will never ever define somebody else's beliefs and I have a huge problem with the whole UFO, Mm. the aliens, the Galactic Federation, the Starseed Theory, when they start pushing it of, I can't believe that you don't believe in this Mm -hmm. and like you're dumb you need to open your eyes like this is real and you're ignoring it as soon as you start pushing your stuff on other people that's when i have a huge problem with it so like so when we're talking about starseed starseed means like a person who lived a previous lifetime in a star system like a different star system like a different galaxy than Mm -hmm. us and they reincarnated here on earth into the human body and could that be true yeah do I think that you would actually remember your past
1: life maybe but Mm -hmm. I don't think so I understand where you come from and I think also as humans we have confirmation bias therefore if we believe something we will find a bunch of things that are not necessarily at all connected or correlated to confirm our bias Mm mm-hmm if you believe that you are a starseed, then you might actually have dreams of blue people because you deeply believe in blue people. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. But keep, but you keep
0: dreaming about that. Yeah. And I think another reason why I'm so like bothered by the starseed theories and everything is because of these short little experiences that I've had with other practitioners, you know, talking about you know, my abilities, what I do for work, reading tarot and wanting to be of service and them kind of pushing that narrative on me to say, oh yeah, it's because you're a star seed and you have this higher responsibility and you're here to provide that for other people. And that's the reason why you're here. And me on my end, I'm just here thinking, what if I want to be just a regular, Human that's maybe tapped into universal energies and I'm able to do what I do And I just love doing it and that's my entire reasoning behind it I don't want to necessarily be a star seed because I don't believe in it necessarily not for me anyway so I just have such a problem when it comes into Pushing it on other people even if it's with good intention and there's no malice behind it It still just irks me the wrong way when people try to push that narrative on others, just let me live my human experience. Let me live my way and let me do my practice my way. And you can believe your own, especially when it comes to these topics that are unknown. Just don't ever push that on other people, especially when it comes to somebody doing what they love. I think that is just, even if it's coming from the right place, it still comes out the wrong way. Another part that we wanted to just talk about really quick, Because of these articles that we've seen of people talking about, you know, the Galactic Federation and how they are in contact with government on Earth, and they have a new government of their own with other life forms, and there's these articles talking about, you know, the CIA doesn't want you to know this, or this is stuff that the CIA has kept secret. We know from documents that we've read with incidences within scientists and all that, if there is information that they actually don't want you to know, you will not know it. Mm-hmm. So if these articles are coming out saying they're spilling super classified information, those documents and those articles would never be released. They would be taken down ASAP. The people would be going missing, Yeah, they would actually be under veils of secrecy, like a lot of the people in the documents that we talk about where they have some kind of abilities, they are never seen again Mm -hmm. afterwards. And some of these topics are just completely like brushed off the face of the earth. So I think also when you're looking into information and finding articles and different stuff, you got to really think like if this is real groundbreaking stuff, what are the odds of it actually being in front of your eyes and being true? Exactly. So, also just like be able to have those kind of discernments where you can debunk the information that's in front of you if if this news article is telling me that this is classified CIA information i know from just what we've read the CIA would not allow that to happen so obviously no. right there to me that's debunked that is not true and if they're allowing it to be out it's because it is not true and it helps it creates a little distraction for them to keep working behind the scenes and doing the real stuff that they're doing <laughs> yeah. while you're focusing on this false narrative that's being put out. Uh-huh. So that's also a point that we wanted to bring up, not necessarily dissing anybody's beliefs in particular, but just for you yourself, When you're looking into these kinds of things that do have a lot of conspiracies attached to them, make sure that you are looking at credible sources and credible information.
1: And use your logic. Like we said, if the CIA did not want to release this information, trust me, the person, whoever is relaying this information to the fucking internet would have (laughs) never even had the opportunity to do so because they would have probably already been long gone
0: oh way before way before
1: suicide maybe murder maybe but they would not be there to relay that information to you
0: exactly and also just to bring it back to like the ufos and all these conspiracies about other life out there i just want to point out very quickly is it possible that there's other life out there yeah absolutely great is it possible that we're actually the only ones Yeah. Maybe. Are we the only kind of life form like us? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we're the only like humanoid type creatures there. Is there other life out there? Possibly. Is it going to be like us? Maybe not. Maybe it's just subatomic and it's microscopic Mm -hmm. life, but there is life out there. But like, we just have to be okay with the fact that we might actually just be the only ones Mm -hmm. or that there is other life, but it's okay that we don't have to mix the two and make these narratives of, oh my God, they're coming for us or we have to find them or Mm -hmm. oh my God, what if we're all alone? Just focus on your experience. Focus on your life here. Work through your goals, what you want to do with your life and don't worry so much about what's happening in the unknown because it's exactly that. It's unknown. So don't focus on it. Don't create these theories because we don't have enough information to make any solid conclusions about anything. So let's not stress about it let's stop making a bunch of big conspiracy theories Uh, on it and let's just focus on what we actually know which is true which is you are here now to live your life to experience a human experience so
1: do that and work on that and live through that period (laughs) so some key things to take out of this episode is your experience does create your beliefs and don't push beliefs on to other people if you want to make an opinion on a topic make sure to do some good research and look at credible documents mm. you know such as actual CIA documents and maybe not an, an article on the Galactic yeah. Federation um, to actually make concrete opinions. Mm-hmm. Well we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can follow along the Spirit Goddess journey on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Spirit Goddess Podcast. We're happy to have you on this journey with us. See you next time.